It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Quickly to wall. Wall measures. Deal. Gets open for three. What's up, guys? <laughs> uh, thanks for checking out the Lockdown Wizard Show. <laughs> my name, my name is Ian Evans. Uh, joining me tonight is one of my co-hosts, Becca Winkert. Uh, hey, Becca. <laughs> Good evening, gentlemen and ladies. Oh God. Um, not, not, not happy right now. Uh, Y'all better be listening. When I I had sent out a tweet like yesterday or something, and it was it was I was completely joking, and it said something like, "Don't make me and Becca and Arthur put up a pod where we talk about nothing." Like, don't where we talk about nothing. And there's not going to be nothing on this episode. There's so much to talk about. So much has happened in free agency and around the NBA. It's nuts. Everything is insane. It's insane. But with that being said, the Wizards have still, up until this moment anyway, and Becca's got on notifications turned on for, for Woj and for, uh, for Shams, just, just in case. But nothing has happened for the Wizards. They've done nothing. They didn't even... so. Let's jump into it, um, Becca. I'm going to go ahead. I guess we'll get started with... Let, I don't even know what to say. Like uh, Today is just like mind-blown. Like I, Every time I checked Twitter, it was just so painful. And I have no words for all of this. I just... I truly don't. I mean, I'm not angry like i'm disappointed but i'm not surprised you know what i mean i'm just i don't know it's just too much i i know i know none of us were realistically expecting you know demarcus cousins maybe some of us were i don't know although he signed for the mle with golden state so it was dirt cheap next to nothing now i don't know obviously the Wizards can't offer that. Like, I get I get it. The only reason that deal was done is because it's Golden State, and he knows he doesn't have to play at all. 
like even if he doesn't play all season next year, he's going to be fine. Um, but that he was just get a championship. Yeah, he, he's going to get a ring and rehab his Achilles. That's so in right now. As a... so they they took <laughs> they got rid of Javale McGee and they got Demarcus Cousins. It's and for me, it's one of those things. It's not just Demarcus Cousins, right? It's you whiffed on, sure, you whiffed on DeMarcus Cousins. Okay, that's whatever. There's so many options, so many centers out there that fit the mold of what the Wizards kind of want to do and to improve the team. You whiff on him. Okay, whatever. You whiff on Nerlens. Nerlens Noel decided he would take less money to be a backup to Steven Adams and see the floor like 10 minutes a night. Instead of being oh a starter, instead of being a starter in DC, because no one wants to play here, no one wants to be here, and and no one cares about DC. No one cares about the Wizards, and why should they? You know, they've got a guy. You'd be in position to sign someone for five years now. You've been one piece away. One piece, just missing one piece to contend in the Eastern Conference and get to a finals. One piece away. It's not me saying that. It's everyone. Everyone, the four-letter network, anyone talking talking heads on the media. Like, everyone. One Oh, the Washington Wizards are one piece away. That's been the last five years, and the dude running the team... He gets paid to run a professional basketball team. He can't add a piece, a single piece, in five years. Five years, Becca. My goodness, I just don't understand. Uh, like, where is this? I, I'm so. <laughs> you're like you're like speechless. <laughs> yeah, I know. Speechless because I I don't have any words because. I thought that when we got rid of Marchin, I was like, okay, like somebody's coming. Like somebody is really coming. But now it's just like, okay. I mean, DeMarcus, like, like you said, you know, yeah, sure. Like whatever, you know, like we, I mean, realistically, like if he had to choose between wizards and like warriors, like championship contenders, like it's kind of obvious. Like I get that. But like, Noel, the Wizards would be okay with starting Jan Mahimi? I mean, I, I just don't see it. Please I'm don't say that. Please, please don't say that out loud. It's like, it, it scares me. And I don't see the vision, and I'm confused, and I want to understand it, but it does not make any sense to me right now. There's no, here's the, there's no vision. That's the thing, right? The joke is on us. Oh my God, the, we were played. The joke, we're sitting here last week, me, you, and Arthur talking about, oh man, we traded Marcin Gortat for Austin Rivers. It's the first domino. It's a it's the first move of many to come. We're going to make room. And maybe, maybe, maybe the Wizards signed Dwight Howard, which at this point, it's either him or overpaying Alex Lynn. I'd rather walk out of a window. I'd, I'd rather walk out a 30th story window. So... Put on some platform shoes and play center myself. Oh my god! <laughs> like I think I'm gonna have to invest in some high shoes and just, yep. Yeah, like this is this is happening, and 
you know, Ernie says that he's okay. The team is comfortable starting Jan Mahimi. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, I, I'm sorry, guys. We're just not having it right now. Like we said, you know, Ernie is comfortable with starting Jan and Ian, I know you had said something about his foul troubles and things like that. So even if it, you know, even if it might work, we're still not sold. We're, we're definitely not sold on it. I mean, he he averages. Jan Mahimi per 36 minutes averages over seven fouls. So if you tried to play him even like close to starters minutes, you know, I don't know if Ernie Grunfeld knows the NBA only allows players to get six fouls. You can only, you can't get seven fouls or eight fouls. You foul out. (laughs) You can't play him. If you try to play Jan Mahimi starter minutes, he's going to foul out of like every game. He's going to foul out. Man. He can't, he can't, we saw, we saw it like all last year. And I mean, even like. It's not like they're productive fouls. They're just fouls. Yeah. He just. They make no sense. It's not worth it. They're just fouls. Yeah, it, when when Jan fouls people, it's like goon fouls. Like he's just like throwing elbows into people's shoulders and and stuff. It doesn't make any sense. It's it, it, it and like even by I, th- I think it's Kevin Broom's Yoda statistics. He he mentioned earlier on social media, Jan Mahimi by by those analytics was the third least productive center in the entire NBA last season. And Ernie Grunfeld sitting there going, "Well, you know what." Uh, we feel comfortable. I can't. I'm just gonna try to impersonate him. We feel comfortable starting Jan Mahimi at center if we need to. I hope he's just full of crap and he's got something in the works for like. Hopefully, at this point it's Dwight because Dwight's still he's built like a brick house. Still, he still is an amazing like elite physical shape for especially for his age. He doesn't really look like he's aged that much. He's still a quick leaper. He's still a good finisher. He's a load on the offensive glass. He gets you a ton of second opportunities. He's a good shot blocker in the paint. The only problem is, and me and you kind of talked about this, Becca, he, if he ever, like, teams are going to hunt for him on the defensive side of the ball and look for switches, and they're just going to smoke him on the perimeter. It's going to be, it's going to be like, I'm, I'm imagining, like, him on the perimeter trying to guard Ben Simmons or Kyrie Irving or like LeBron, you know, on a West Coast trip. It's just, and it's going to be, it's, you might as well have like Marcin Gortat on the defensive end again. Even if we sign Dwight, it's just like he wouldn't be necessarily contributing in a way that would be more positive than Gortat because. There's just too many issues with mismatches and so. yeah, and especially like, I mean, imagine, imagine Dwight Howard out on the three point line trying to guard Kyrie, or you know what I mean? Like they're gonna hunt for mismatches, and imagine him. He's he's still okay in the paint, like he's gonna block shots and stuff, but right. he can't he can't really move side to side. He's gonna get smoked. So, but at this point, I, I mean, I don't know about you, I take it. I take it because what what are the oh, other? Oh, I certainly would. Like, what are the other options? You know, it's either like overpaying. You know, some news came out that I guess Alex Lynn might not sign with the Wizards. Thank God, because uh, he wants to be paid a lot more money than the Wizards are willing to pay. Which, thank 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 you, thank I guess. You, Alex. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank God. So there's that. 
And then I guess the only other thing I can even think of is Nagara, the backup center that's super young for the Toronto Raptors, who is promising, but he's never been a starter, so I don't he's really inexperienced. He needs reps. And then you've got like Kylo Quinn, which Becca, I don't know about you, but Kylo Quinn, he doesn't do any he doesn't move the needle at all for me. Like he doesn't do anything for me. It's just not gonna work. None of those people will work in the way John Wall says, give me an athletic big. And Ernie says, we're okay with starting Jan Mahimi if nothing else works out. I mean. And our options are Dwight Howard and company right now. Yeah. I'm concerned. I'm slightly concerned. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, this is not what last week I was positive, and now I'm just dumbfounded. I hope that Ernie has some trick up his sleeve, but I can't bank on that right now so it's yeah it's I was thinking about that earlier it's like I mean I don't know he's been creative in the past and like pulled pulled stuff out of nowhere but I there's no way like there's nothing left to do like no way we're gonna get a starting center that's gonna contribute in the way that we need to contribute or we need him to contribute the center at this point I just don't see that happening. Yeah. And yeah. I'd, I mean, like I said, I think at this point it's got to be, it has to be Dwight. I know he was interested in the Wizards. He had some pretty insane games last year. He had, you know, the 32 points and 30 rebounds game, 25 points, uh, 20 boards, four blocks. He had one game where he had 29 points, 13 rebounds, uh, seven assists and two blocks like he can still he's still very capable of putting up those numbers where you're like watching the game and you're going oh my god guys the guy's a load down low you know but with that yeah. being and, and I think but I think right now it's not like he was my number one choice he wasn't because for what the Wizards are trying to do there were better choices but literally no one wants to play here no one wants to be here we found tonight <laughs> I'm confusing because I don't understand you look at the west and now that especially now that LeBron's not here it's like the east is so wide open it's like you would think that at least somebody would want to come here and compete with us I mean Wall is still in his prime Beal hopefully Wall will you know remain healthy this season Beal 25, we don't have bad pieces, don't know. I I don't know, I can't explain the situation. I think this, the point you just brought up was brought up by multiple people, to me, earlier. People messaging me, people tweeting at me. I mean, that's my main question. Like, what is happening? Yeah. All the star power is going to, I mean, DeMarcus Cousins, I can understand because, you know, the Warriors are going to win. You know, there's no doubt about that, but at least get into a final and compete. You know, like those other teams, they don't have a shot right now. Yeah, and he, you know, it's to kind of, I want to kind of like blanket answer everything you just brought up. But um, as far as DeMarcus Cousins go, by the way, I think it's, we all found out he doesn't give a damn about playing with his best friend. Um, and, And he, and he even like, he didn't take a shot. He indirectly, I guess, kind of took a shot because when asked, his representatives, when asked, why did he choose Golden State? They simply replied, uh, "Demarcus is all about winning," which you know I'm sure if John sees that, 
he's probably going to be a little pissed. I mean, I know I would be because he's your best friend. You guys, yeah, you guys like you guys fit pretty well together. Think about you know the pick and pop and the pick and roll with Demarcus. Um, Kentucky days and yeah, playing just everything. It's just so strange. Yeah, but so but here's the thing, right? I think you mentioned like why not the Wizards because they have two and some would argue three with Otto, but definitely no matter what. Not not three stars, but three pieces. I think you've got a superstar in John Wall. I think you've got an all-star in Bradley Beal. And I think you've got someone who might, you know, he could be an all-star in Otto, but nevertheless, he's a really good player. And those are three players that any contender would want on their team. And I, and the the why not the Wizards thing, I think it's the NBA in general. Like, it's a destination league. And there's only a few destinations, and if you're not one of those teams, no one gives a damn about you. If it were about talent, and if that's all the league was about and everyone just went to where the talent was, LeBron or someone, anyone, would have gone to Philly with all the cap space they have. No one went, because no one, no one gives a damn about Philadelphia and the city of Philadelphia. No one came to D.C. because... Yeah, John Wall is arguably, you know, a top five point guard for sure. And maybe now he's in the conversation, certainly him, Giannis, Joel Embiid, and, and Kyrie, I guess. It's kind of a coin flip, but he's he might now be the best player in the entire Eastern Conference now that LeBron is gone. But it doesn't matter because no one gives a damn about Washington, D.C. No one wants to play here. Everyone wants to either go to Houston or Boston or L.A., or Dallas. That's it. If it was about talent, like people would go, be going to Milwaukee to play with Giannis. Well, yeah. now it's like we're getting to this point where all the talent, most of it, like the huge talent, is on the West Coast. So I'm wondering, do you think that this is going to impact the NBA in a sense that they just say, okay, this whole conference thing, it's got to stop, and we're just going to send the 16 best teams to the playoffs. <laughs> it, it, I don't know. It's just like it, it blows my mind that this is how the NBA has shifted within the last year and a half. <laughs> maybe maybe they do that. Um, I hope not because, obviously, because me and you are Wizards fans. I, it would put us in a worse position, to be honest. Yeah, I, I hope it stays the way that it is because I want the Wizards to come out of the East, and I think – even with like a lukewarm type of signing of like Dwight Howard, it would be totally possible. As long as John Wall stays healthy, Bradley Beal isn't as beat down by the end of the season, and Otto's hip isn't day-to-day for the entire year. You know, like a lot of factors, a lot of variables come into play, but the talent's certainly there. Like you can compete in this conference, especially now that LeBron James is gone, but I just, it, it, it's just so frustrating that all you needed over the last five years, you just needed to add one all-star to your already two all-stars. And now, like, you look at, like, how strapped the Wizards are financially right now. After this season, it actually gets a lot better for them as long as they don't sign any other stupid deals like this year or next year. The cap actually gets a lot better for them, and they'll be able to sign some people. But... This year, you had you you have like a, an opportunity 
with the East just, I, everyone keeps saying it, there's memes everywhere online, but the East is wide open now, and it really is. I mean, I know Boston's a favorite, Philly's super talented, but they need, I still feel like they need more reps, and, and I still feel like Ben Simmons needs to improve because the kid can't hit anything if it's like more than six feet away from the rim. But with all that being said, like you have an opportunity this year, if, if Ernie Grunfeld had found that piece at any point, in the last five years, the Wizards would be in such a good position right now. But instead, he signed Jan Mahimi for $64 million. And he signed Jason Smith. And he signed Andrew Nichol. Is Andrew Nicholson in China? Where's Andrew Nicholson? Is he in China? Like, is he? He's not in the league. He's not here. He's not here. He's not an NBA player. I just. The guy is so inept at his job, and I don't, I don't know why we continue to be fans of this team sometimes. I've, I guess it's the players at this point, like I'm holding on to the players, because he I'm is... I'm a John Wall fan, like ride or die, and honestly, if there was ever a position where he left, I probably would follow him. I mean, like, the thing is, I'm just so... I mean, I can't speak on, and, on you know, why things are happening. I can't bash management because I truly don't understand. I, I don't have enough insight to be like, okay, that's messed up. But from what I'm seeing and what you're seeing, it's just like, man, like, if we had that one person, that one extra piece, we're always a piece away for five years. Like, that's so disappointing. And I just, just knowing that we're not going to get anywhere this season, I mean, we might be able to compete, but it's like, you know, right now with no no signing of Dwight or anybody else, it's just like, wow, like, how is this happening? Why is this happening? I'm just, you know, it's devastating. And this is our, you know, we're diehard. So it's, it's frustrating because we just want them to win so bad, you know, not this season, but the season before we got so spoiled with all those wins, you know literally 12 minutes away from the Eastern Conference Finals, and now it's just like we're in a worse position than we were before all that happened. Yeah, so, I mean, just, <clears throat> yeah, crazy. yeah, it's, it's, this is life as a Wizards fan. It's disappointment. It's, disapp- it's always disappointing. It's despair, and it's kind of just depressing. Like, that's it. I mean, this, this is what it is. We chose to, to like this team. And nothing, we never have anything good happen. Like, it's kind of, it's Washington, D.C. sports. And well, I... It's, literally, it's, it's pathetic. I mean, I literally tell my dad at least, like, once a month. I'm like, why couldn't you have just been a Cavs fan or a Celtics fan or, like, any other team? Like, you got me hooked on the Wizards, the Washington Wizards. <laughs> There's no going back now. Like, me and the Wizards, like, we're linked for life, baby. You can't, you can't take us apart, but it's like... I'm so, my mind is blown. I'm speechless. I just, I have no words for any of this, truly. <sighs> yeah, I just. Just one big sigh. That's, that's my mood right now. Just one, one big sigh. I, f- I feel like, like, you, like we've been talking about, one piece is all you needed over five years, and he hasn't gotten it. He's, he's not gotten the piece. I don't know. I don't know if he was banking on Otto being that piece, but. You could be in a position right now as LeBron James leaves the Eastern Conference finally 
and goes to the West, you now have a path because you still have elite talent. You still have elite talent on the team. The Washington Wizards have John Wall. They have Bradley Beal. And then, you know, third, little distant third there is Otto Porter. They still have really a really good core. Like, you have a core that you can still build around. But the problem is, and the reason I've, I'm so angry and the reason Becca is so angry is because it doesn't seem like it should be hard to build around that core, but Ernie Grunfeld makes it seemingly impossible because right now, barring a Dwight Howard was not at the top of our list, by the way, I don't think it's at the top of anyone's list for free agency signing, but at this, yeah, it wasn't even close. Exactly. Like, but at this point we'll take it. But even with that being said, Ernie Grunfeld he makes it seem like it's so hard to build around a transcendent point guard, an all-star shooting guard, and a really, really good small forward who are young and either in their primes now when it comes to like Wall or entering their primes when it comes to Beal and Otto Porter. It shouldn't be hard to build around that core of players. It should be pretty easy and it should be exciting and you should be going after the Nerlens Noels a little harder. You should be going after the Julius Randles who put up really good numbers last year and shot a really good percentage from the field and he's still really young and promising and he would have fit in perfect here and you didn't get him either. He didn't even want to, he probably didn't even want to talk. Like he probably wasn't even on the phone with Ernie. And then I don't know, I don't want to spend too much time talking about this, but like why were Paul George and Russell Westbrook, they were all out there recruiting and texting everyone. Is it, like, where were Brad and John? Like, were, have they been saying anything to anyone? I, gotta, I can't speak for them, obviously. I don't know, but what is the complacency of Ernie Grunfeld just not giving a damn? Is it falling down to the rest of the roster? Like, are they just, they just don't care anymore? You didn't hear, like, John was texting Nerlens going, hey, man, the Kentucky connection, you can be my Clint Capella, like, come, you get starters minutes here, I'm going to make it so easy for you. You All you heard was Paul George and Russ were like, yo, come play with us, it's going to be fun. And he's like, all right, bet, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no problem. I, I mean, of course, you know, the media only says the things that they want to say, mm-hmm. and Obviously, they don't have an interest in covering Wizards. Yeah, and in addition to all of that, you know, all the text and the the recruitment and the drama out West, you know, we lost Mike Scott today. He was, quote-unquote, Ernie Grunfeld's top priority in free agency, and he couldn't even get that done. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Couldn't even get it done. He, The top priority, the one thing you're focused on, for the offseason, and you can't... He must be so bad at selling, like, the city of D.C. Washington, D.C. is the most powerful city on the planet. It is where you could have a huge social platform and actually make a difference and make a change, especially as as an athlete who's prominent in their sport. And it's beautiful here. The people are beautiful. The city is beautiful. It's super diverse. That no one cares at all about playing for this city is... It's kind of devastating, but this is kind of where we're at. This is where we're at. So, I don't know, Becca. Anything happen? Any any woge bombs? Any any no, sham? Okay. Any sham bombs? No, I'm not seeing anything, <laughs> and I'm honestly relieved. I know that Seth Curry, 
who would have been a potential good, you know, part of our backup backcourt. He'd be good, but he's going to Portland. Yeah, I just no no bombs, but honestly, I'm a little relieved because I can't take so much in a day. I can't take <laughs> any more of this stuff for today. I've had enough. I'm ready to turn off the lights and go to bed early and just pray that nothing happens overnight and yeah. yeah. I'm so stressed, man. I <laughs> and I asked Wisp's um, Twitter today. I said, I think deep down the fans know that we were just dreaming when we wanted Demarcus and like Noel. He just he's not coming, and of course, like Mike Scott is not coming. It's just everything about today. Like if we could have like the worst day ever, like <laughs> this was it. This is it. Yeah. Jan can just he he cannot start. Yeah, you can't, you can't pay, you cannot overpay Alex Len. I mean, if you, you could literally wait him out. I mean, if you really wanted him, which I don't know why the hell you'd want him, but if you wanted him, you could wait him out. No one is going to offer him, it sounds like, what he wants. Just wait, and then you could get him on the cheap. I don't want him. I would rather have Dwight Howard. I don't think Alex Lynn is a very good basketball player. For the at the NBA level, um, I think his injury kind of derailed him. But this is—I mean, I don't even. Alex Lynn's not even really. It's not worth talking about. I'm gonna be honest. Like, this comes down to really, really poor management. Like right now, it seems as though the master plan was to do nothing, to absolutely get nothing done in the off season. And we'll see. Again, Dwight Howard, like that would be an upgrade overall because of the offensive side of things, an upgrade over Marching Gortat. But, like, if that's your move... I mean, the Horn- the Hornets traded him to the Nets, and then the Nets bought him out, right? Right. Like, they didn't even... So, the team teams don't even want him. Usually, when that's the case, there's a reason. Um... So, do you think that getting Greg Monroe would be a possibility at this point? Oh God, that was yeah. It's a possibility. It just it would drive me to drink even more than I'm drinking already. <laughs> so you don't need Ian to drink anymore. So please help. Like please give us a just throw us a bone. We need help. Um, what about that guy Thomas Bryant that we we claimed his wave or what God, he is he is a former Laker. Um, the wrong yeah, not that Bryant. <laughs> uh, not the good kind. I mean, he's young. He's still really young. He's intriguing. Um, but, you know, so is Chris McCullough. So this is kind of where we're at. He averaged 20 points per game, 7.3 rebounds per game, and two blocks per game, two assists per game in the G League last year. So there's potential in him, but I don't think that that's exactly, you know, the target right now. And I'm just lost. Yeah, there's just nothing that moves the needle. I mean, you can, you can tell. To wrap up here, because we've, we've gone long, but that's okay. It was going to be a longer episode because it's just so, it's just like it. so much disappointment and like crap to talk about. But it, it's pretty clear at this point that the discussion between Ernie and Ted, they were like in a room somewhere. And Ernie was like, you know, we really had a lot of injuries this season. I think we should probably try and run it back 
Otto is going to be healthy and John is going to be healthy and we have three very good young players and we can do the good things on the basketball court. Like that's the that's the plan. That's the plan. Just run it back again. Don't add anyone. I mean, if we if all three of them can remain healthy, we can compete. But, you know, Boston's still going to be there. Toronto's still going to be there. Sixers are, are they're on the ups. And it's like, what are we doing, man? What are, what are we and doing? And the difference is since the 2017 season where John Wall was playing out of his mind all year and Bradley Beal, until at least until the playoffs, was playing out of his mind all year and shooting really well from three. And Otto was, for most of the season, the best three-point shooter in the entire NBA. Like that year, yeah, you could tell this core is going to be really good for a long time. And they are. Like the core is not going to be bad. That's not what the... We're not worried about that. That's not what... Yeah, that's not what the problem is. The problem is all the teams you mentioned also had pretty good cores, but they also every single offseason improve either incrementally a little bit and get better at each position and better with their depth, or they get better significantly. And the Wizards, again, I don't want to keep bringing this up, have been one piece away for so long and they just can never add that missing last piece. That's all they need. They, they just don't have it. And they're not going to get it. They're not going to get it this year. I don't know if they'll get it next year, but it doesn't seem like anyone wants to play here. So, I don't know. This we, is we need, to hear, we need to hear from our Twitter world. We need to hear what you guys think. Like, based on what Ian's have said, you know, why doesn't anyone want to play here? What is going on? And I don't want you guys coming at us saying the key answer is to fire Ernie. Deep thinking analysis from you guys. I want something substantial that's going to help me because right now I there's nothing that Ian can say that can help me. He's about to pick up you know another beer from the gas station. Like I'm about <laughs> to pick up some beer from the gas station. Like we're about to just go ham because we're confused. Yeah, you know, we, we need answers, and I don't know how we're going to get them. Yeah, I mean, tweet it, tweet at us, guys. You can. You can, you can follow the show at Locked On Wizards. Um, you can find me at the real Ian underscore E on Twitter, and you can follow Becca and answer her question at Becca MVP. And of course, the co-host that's not with us because he is currently moving into a new house, uh, Arthur. You can follow Arthur at District Mamba. Um, Alright guys Bummer of an episode It is what it is We're going to end it on this uh, Thanks for checking out the pod Drink responsibly We'll see you next time Hey Prime members You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.